I'll never forget that day. to you by uh, Trackphone Wireless Incorporated. No, not really. Uh, it's just my phone and I have to turn it off. They don't give us any money or even encouragement to do this thing. Uh, but hi, here the, uh, we're the Fear the Walking Dead cast, cast, and I'm Scott, and that's Brian Hughes and Beth Hughes and Mike Zumo over there. Everybody wave, wave with Hello. your tongues. I'm with you, but you can't see it. <laughs> and we're we're very far behind as usual uh, on all my podcasts lately. Uh, but we're going to wrap up the the half season of Fear of the Walking Dead season four. So we're going to plow right through episode seven and episode eight, and uh, a lot to cover and some heartstrings being plucked and all that good stuff and some things to talk about. So um, I guess we'll get right back into it. And uh, also, I want to put it out there right now in the beginning here, and I'll probably forget that I put it out there at the beginning and put it out there at the end, too. So double whammy time. We have an email address. It's Cheap Scott Productions. Productions, not productions. Whatever way you want to say it, really. Cheap Scott Productions at gmail.com. Uh, you can send any comments about any show that you hear my annoying voice on. Um to that and just like do the subject line for the walking dead cast so i can you know filter it out to the the five or so emails we might get this year um <laughs> but uh yep we accept we accept cheap shots so we do and, and I'm, I'm putting a challenge to some of our listeners here and maybe da- david pascarello will oh i think my door just got buzzed oh, maybe not Somebody's door got buzzed. Apartment sounds free of charge on my podcasts. Um, and where was I? Derailed by apartment sounds. Uh, no, so yeah, cheapskate, cheapskate, cheapscot productions at gmail.com. And a challenge to our listeners and David Pasquarelli, if you want to, uh, give me an idea for the next, you know, I'll know whoever's listening to this that I do little poems or, or recently had an actual song as our intro to the show. 
Um, so any suggestions for like songs you'd like to hear Reggie or Janald, sorry, he goes by Janald, um, sing, we might be able to arrange that, uh, or a poem, uh, or good, bad music to put on or a song you like, whatever to kind of build our, our next intro over. Um, wait, wait, I'll start. I'll start. Okay. I'll start. Well, I wasn't going to okay. ask you guys. I was going to ask since, the audience. Since, <laughs> well, you know, since 4th of July is just around the corner, and I've, like, memorized this poem. I don't know <laughs> since I was, like, in elementary school. All right. But I think you'll get a kick out of it. It's short, sweet. Okay. I've got a rocket in my pocket. I cannot stop to play. Away she goes. I burnt my toes for today's Independence Day. Ta-da. Okay. Um, if, <laughs> that's very that's nice. That's not all stuff. she burned when she made, when she made us away dependent from this mortal coil. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, I do like to kind of tie it into the show we're talking about, too. So if we see an overabundance of flags or fireworks next mid-season we can consider that one uh i don't know some flares in this episode yeah yeah indeed um well you know i don't think we'll be on during the fourth of july so no it doesn't come back to august yeah exactly so since we're doing our whole two episodes i might as well what the hell yeah well all poetry is welcome here man we we should have like a beat poetry um you know section or that would probably go better on legion though actually because uh, there's you, some you, beat poetry you know, going on over there. Huh? On, on my other show, uh, Third Degree Burn, we ask for, you know, all sorts of things, including dirty limericks mm-hmm. and recipes. So we've got a whole uh, trowel full of uh, things about, you know, a man from Nantucket, if you want him. <laughs> uh, I would, you know, as I suggested on this show, I'd love to see a Walking Dead, like, Boston area or, you know, Eastern Seacoast, so maybe we, if we get a show up there, we could definitely break out the Nantucket uh, <laughs> jokes and, and other sea shanties. Um, I would love that. <laughs> AMC should really get on that. I know. Well, we'll, we'll Walking see. Walking Dead, New York. We'll see how the rest Walking of this. Walking Dead, Miami. We'll see how the rest of this one goes. Uh, so we got to get Walking Dead. Where the fuck are we? Somewhere in Texas, uh, over with first. So let's get yeah, Then we after we jump the shark, we can have Walking Dead Spring Break. I would love. To, I still want to see a zombie shark, which they cheated us out of the first season. So, um, yeah, I think we need to get back to the ocean. But we're doing uh, episode seven right now, the wrong side of where you are now, and it starts with happy scenes of John and Laura. Uh, you know, to segue right into the doom and gloom part, where uh, Naomi's trying to help him as he lies unconscious and bleeding. Meanwhile, Alicia Strand and Luciana exchange gunfire with the vultures. Morgan runs over to help Naomi while she gets uh, medical supplies from an ambulance, but uh, Mel drives off in the ambulance. Uh, Naomi runs after him to get the medical kit, and Alicia blows up the ambulance with her little grenade launcher and strides up to Naomi and accuses her of betraying their trust, and Naomi escapes and runs back to John's side, but she tells Morgan that she knows where to find more medical supplies. Hmm, wonder where. Mm. <laughs> Luciana finds Charlie hiding. Remember Charlie, our little Nick slaying lass. Uh, she apologizes for killing Nick, but runs off and Luciana gets distracted by a vulture. And I really think Luciana was about to cap this kid right there. Um, understandable. They're all doing the revenge thing right now. 
Althea videotapes the battle, of course, but Morgan's like, you want to put the camera down and help us, please? Save John's <laughs> life? And she's like, no, I'm a journalist. He's like, no, fuck that. Be a person first. <laughs> uh, basically. Uh, Alicia corners Naomi and uh, John at gunpoint, and uh, Al rides up in the SWAT vehicle and aims her guns at Alicia, forcing her to submit. And uh, Morgan helps Naomi carry John inside the vehicle and urges Charlie to board. Come with me if you want to live. And Charlie, <laughs> Charlie joins him, um, which any excuse to ride in a super uh, pimped out fucking machine gun SWAT. Van. I wouldn't get out. No, hell no. I'd be like, somebody, you know, let's get, park near a, a fucking pond and I'll fish out the window and we'll build a little fire in here. Probably not a good idea. Give me a, bu- uh, give me a bucket. I can dump that out the window too. When yeah. A- you're going to exactly. run out of pee bottles really quick. <laughs> Possibly. Well, no, you just eat <laughs> one of those ramens and use that and toss it out the window. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if I mentioned before that I'd probably last like five minutes in the actual apocalypse, so don't listen to me. Uh, cardio, cardio, cardio. <laughs> yeah, my cardio would explode within five minutes of the apocalypse. So well, the we'd, rule... be we'd all be Otis. <laughs> the rules yes. of Zombieland are very well applicable. It's it's a great in, in, in this great little handbook to have. Yeah, or, you know, if you got that portable DVD player, just pop that sucker in and reference it. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh wait, what did I do? I, I fucked up my words here somehow. I accidentally bolded one of my sentences, and I didn't mean to, and it shocked me. Never mind, folks. Naomi instructs Al to drive to the stadium, and after ten minutes of rambling, we finally roll our opening credits. <laughs> uh, in flashback land, a group of residents rebuilds the stadium garden. Douglas uh, radios Madison via the walkie-talkie, and it says, well, you have a visitor, and Charlie is back, and enters the stadium gate and asks uh, Madison for help. In the present, Charlie asks Morgan why he saved her, even after she killed Nick, and Morgan says the fighting needs to stop. Naomi is caring for John, and she finds his tin of Scrabble pieces that she left him as a note. Aww. Al asks Naomi what she did to Alicia's group, and Charlie defends her, uh, saying that she's responsible for what happened to Alicia's group. So, in another flashback, Charlie takes Madison, Nick, Alicia, and Naomi to Mel, who is slumped over the driver's seat of the bus after getting into an accident. Just because, you know, if you need an accident in this world, it just happens, <laughs> whether you're a good driver or not. Charlie explains that she and Mel parted ways with Walters after uh, Mel got into a fight with his brother Annas. Uh, Madison agrees to bring Mel to the stadium's infirmary, despite Nick's concerns that it might be another trap. Good looking out, Nick. In the it's pre- a trap! It's a trap. <laughs> In the present, Alicia Strand and Lucy uh, predict that Naomi is heading for the stadium. Alicia sees Mel crawling on the ground and demands to know how long Naomi colluded with the vultures. He doesn't answer, and she brutally kills him with her um, machine gun stabby thing. And in another flashback, uh, tennis match, uh, Mel wakes up in the infirmary and warns Madison that Ennis is planning to destroy the stadium. Madison insists she can handle him. Ennis closes the door of a truck filled with infected. You can't handle this. After scouting the area, Strand informs Madison the vultures removed all the infected and tra- uh, trapped in the storage tanks, and, and they figure out basically what's going on. And, uh, in the infirmary, Mel obtains a knife and orders Naomi to bring him to Charlie. She punches him in the ribs and snatches the knife back, and Mel urges her to flee the stadium and you know, says, Come with us if you want to live. 
There's a lot of that going around. Yeah. Uh, some some of it works, some of it doesn't. <laughs> it only works if you say, I'll be back. Uh, yeah. Uh, or you're not one of the, the many extras that buy it in, in the next episode. <laughs> Madison breaks down the dugout shelter to free up lumber, uh, lumber for wall reinforcements. Then Naomi urges her to flee the stadium, but she's like, no, this is what the vultures want us to do. So we're staying, and we're going to fight four million fucking walkers with 96 bullets. Madison confronts Mel about turning Naomi against her and agrees to let him, but not Charlie, uh, agrees to let him, but not Charlie go. So, not sure the logic on that one. The kid wanted to go, she should have gone. She's been nothing but trouble. Madison brings, (laughs) Madison brings Mel to the gate and gives him a supply laden truck. And Mel begs Madison to, uh, let him bring Charlie, but Madison forces him to leave at gunpoint. And Nick suggests to her that uh, she may have made the wrong decision to send Mel out to die. And she's like, eh, you know, he's an asshole. What do you want to do? Alicia, Nick, and Lucy inform Charlie they sent Mel away, and she checks uh, in with Mel via walkie, then loses reception, and she begs Nick, Alicia, and Lucy to help him. And once again, it's like, if this kid wasn't in the picture, things really would have gone a lot better for our crew. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Alicia and Nick leave the stadium to find Mel uh, without forming Mom, of course. And Ennis and the Vultures drive the convoy up to uh, the stadium and let loose the fucking infected. And uh, Naomi informs Madison that she's prepared the infirmary. Nick and Alicia spot Mel's Land Rover on the side of the road, and they put him in the back seat and form Strand during walkie there, bringing him back to the stadium. And they see Ennis's convoy. And they warn Strand, the vultures are coming, the vultures are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alicia Revere, uh, Midnight Ride. Strand asks... What if I land? Yeah, yeah. If the hotel hotel light's on, it's by land. If not, it's by sea. No, no, it's one if by land, two if by sea, and 6,000 if it's by Penske vans. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Strand asks Cole to alert Madison of the approaching convoy, and uh, him and Madison see an ice cream truck drive up to the stadium gate, but they're not selling ice cream. Uh, they they leave, should be. They leave behind a trail of oil, and we see where this is going. Alicia and Nick arrive at the stadium and stop in the parking lot. Convoy arrives moments later, and us and the vultures release the hounds, uh, the herd, that is. Madison tells Nick and Alicia that she's going to open the gate for them, but uh, a herd surrounds the Land Rover, like, really fucking surrounds them. They really shouldn't have gotten out of that one. No. Uh, but no. We'll, we'll find out how next episode, kids, or later this <laughs> episode. A vulture lights uh, the trail of oil, and we get the Bernie stuff going on. Not Sanders. Strand notices that the infected are covered in oil, and will start a fire if they get close. The Madison orders someone to get the irrigation truck and then runs towards the gate to help Nick and Alicia and Strand and Lucy join her. Maddie orders Douglas to open the gate, and he insists that would be a really bad idea unless we extinguish the flaming zombies first. Uh, But Strand orders Douglas to obey. Uh, Over the walkie, Alicia apologizes to Madison for going after Mel. Probably should have, because it's all your fault. That's Charlie's fucking fault. Let's put the blame there. In the present, Al's and nobody, there's no blame on my apocalypse goddess, Alicia. She's blameless, always. 
even if she does something stupid. Sure. Yeah, and it's the like go, like go out. No, then it's like, or shoot Dory. Yeah, no, that's the writer's fault. <laughs> it's not Alicia's fault. Uh, okay, I can go with that. That yeah, that that's yeah, because they're the ones I really want to give a kick in the nuts to. Yeah, yeah. He Just, feels uh, about Alicia the way I do about Daryl can do no wrong. That kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah even know. though he he only says like three words in every episode, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something like that um i just i actually enjoy her acting more than i you know i'm not going to admit to you know having a thing for an actress that's like young enough to be my daughter but she's she does act the shit out of this part and always has uh where are we here and i lost my place because i tangent it uh, and the President Alice group of lie arrives at the stadium in the SWAT vehicle, and Naomi explains that the vultures never looted the stadium because Ennis didn't even dare go inside after the place fell. Just conveniently, Al plows through the stadium gates as the dust clears uh, her. Al and Morgan see the stadium is filled with very charred look- and cool-looking infected, and they say They are very well done. Yeah. Oh, yes, crispy. And they in the end they surround the SWAT vehicle with ridiculous numbers paralleling our and sadly it probably smelled like barbecue. A bat, yeah. Um and it can't smell any worse than any of everything else in the apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anything that would be an improvement on the, you know, rotting raw dead that's been wandering around. At least it would smell like cooked meat, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, I I was actually around a person who had a real bad burn. Mm-hmm. A very bad burn. And I didn't, I didn't see them at first. I walked into the room. This is right after they'd had a gas can blow up in their face. Oh boy! Yep. And and it smelled like barbecue pork. Yeah. Well. And and for years I couldn't eat barbecue pork. Yeah, but I may not be able to anymore after that. <laughs> um, that's all right. <laughs> not that I really need that in my diet anymore, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, we're long pig, man. We're we're made of meat. So that's how it's going to go. Right. As I said, I don't know if it was on this podcast. Yeah, it was, you know, the whole how humans figured out how to cook thing. Ugg fell into the fire and, you know, Gnarl and his buddies said, hmm, 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 I think I need to try me some of that. Looks like meat's back on the menus, boys. Yeah. Kitty, really? Then uh, then Ugg yelled tainted meat. (laughs) <laughs> like how you did that I see what you did there Nice, nice. Right, I need to fight my cat off apparently She can't give me a whole hour Go away But she loves you Yeah only when I'm talking to other people <laughs> Go Thank you Alright Lucy attack Sorry Worse than zombies Trust me on that No yeah, My cat is a worse than a zombie attack too <laughs> Especially my new chair. Oh, actually, no, this one doesn't. The chair I, I used to have before this one, she can't get my ass in this one, just my legs. My last one had a, like, space, you know, right at the lower part of your back. And what did you have, an assless chair? C- yeah, kind of, you know. I mean, that's my kink, what can I say? Um, <laughs> and, no, she okay. would she would sneak around back and, you know, get me right in the Bye. lower back with claws. That's Honey, do fun. you feel the same way about your pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey. <laughs> this is the only re- pussy that's around five days a week. The other one only I comes up on weekends. Every, 
Any cat that comes into my life, I rename Cat a Pult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This one's about to learn that word. <laughs> She's lurking right now. Anywho, um, so yeah, good setup for the finale to come. Um, obviously the whole Maddie mystery is still out there, but we've been kind of figuring out she's not with us anymore. And, uh, we'll, we'll find out in just, just, the hype. just after this little break to the lobby, we'll, we'll be back and tell you more. So there's be some kind of music here for y'all to enjoy for about 10 seconds. And then... Hi, welcome to your Fear the Walking Dead cast part two of the season mid-season finale. Um, I don't know, you guys had anything to say about that last episode? I really enjoyed it. I mean, they've... It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. I'll be honest, I enjoyed, I enjoyed both these episodes. Yeah, a lot. I mean, this I've kind of been on the fence complaining this whole half season or just kind of seeing how it would go and they really kind of sold me at the end here so i'm kind of excited to talk about but i like on these last especially this last episode it seemed like the writers finally got out of the way oh, no uh, joke no they came to work For real. yeah I, um, I actually got i actually got a little flustered with the the time jumps back and forth yeah that yeah, was I did, a I bit didn't much i quite know where maddie's uh, talk with al was Right, yeah, but I mean, well, it's we'll, just yeah, the, we'll get there. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. The, in, the in jumps weren't crisp enough, so you, so that you were always sure exactly where you were. I, mean, I, 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 I think there was a little bit of of TV shorthand going on there, and they expected everybody to keep up. Yeah, I think it was better in the finale than this one was like all over the place. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're using yeah, different they, color filters and stuff for the different times, which is smart. Um and the camera stuff, but it yeah, it still gets a little that's why I always yell out tennis match when I'm reading these. Um But overall, yeah, that it was a good one and, and some good action and um I said just uh the But the, the last this episode we're talking about now, it was I, I thought they hit it out of the park yeah, finally. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, now this is why I come to watch, okay? Yeah. Don't this believe is it. What what makes me sit down to watch? <laughs> Don't yeah. trust but, it. Yeah. But oh. please keep hey, it I'm going. Hey, I'm a pessimist on this show, man. <laughs> Can we keep it going? Let's keep it going. Yeah. Ah, one more sip with a coffee thing. Um. All right. No one. Well, honestly, if there was to be more Madison, I, I believe Kim Dickens would have blown the secret. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure she was supposed to announce what she announced on the Talking Dead. Right. Well, I didn't. I didn't get to see it. So you didn't I, see it. I didn't see it. No, no, Time no, out. No, no. Let's get through the recap. And yeah, that's nothing to do with this show. It's something this. else. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, um, okay. I'm intrigued then. Well, she, well, she announced that they're the the producers are, tr- are locking, trying to lock up the cast for a Deadwood movie. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, and then right after she that, said that, she probably said, "I probably shouldn't have said that." <laughs> right. Well, they've been talking about that for a long time. All right. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for letting me get through the recap first, guys. <laughs> we love you, man. <laughs> that is, no, that, that's interesting. I forget, I actually have been reading about that, and it just kind of slipped my mind. I never got around to watching Deadwood, but all right, tangent. We have too much to do. Uh, season four, episode eight, mid-season finale. No one's gone except someone, maybe. In a flashback, an armed Madison sneaks up on a stranger in the woods and demands keys to the person's vehicle. 
stranger drops the keys on the ground and she trips on a wire and she goes for him and the person turns around and it's Althea, of course, and we roll the opening credits. In the present, the infected surround the SWAT van as we left them in the stadium. Naomi tells Alan Morgan that the infirmary holds the supplies she needs to help John. Kind of made that clear last episode, too. Oh, just in case you forgot. Yeah. Alan instructs uh, Charlie to videotape everything as she drives, and Morgan's like, is this really important right now? And she's like, someone will want to see this. People watching right now, as a matter of fact. Um, No, she did not do the fourth wall break. In a flashback, Madison tells Al that the keys to the SWAT van did not work. Al's got that key thing locked down with this thing. Uh, she searches for the real keys. There's just, there, this is like a, a, a running joke through this episode or through this whole half season, isn't it guys? Isn't there like people just losing keys or looking for keys in like every episode in this? Yeah. I swear it's a little that, in that's, joke. That's my life right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. My life was spent looking for my keys. Yeah. Most, a lot of people's lives. So it's, it's nice that they throw that realism in there, but it's, it's just, it's noticeable. I just want the writers to know that nice little. Intro. Well, except a lot, there's a lot of fighting over the keys. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody fights me for my keys. It's nice that they address things like but they would cars if still you were need in the keys. Apocalypse. You know, because cars don't need gas anymore, but at least they still need keys. So. <laughs> well, know. mine, you push a button. Yeah, 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 that's true. Hmm. Uh, so in a flashback, uh, oh, Madison, SWAT uh, van, yep, keys, got that. She finds Al's interview tapes. Uh, she's got a box of, of course, and she holds Al captive, and um, Al Okay, these, these tapes are bothering me. Why? Can you even, were you even still able to get those in the in this century? Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Me and Honeywell just saw a Super 8, a new Super 8 camera on the garage sale trail that, because that's a new hipster thing. Everyone wants to film in Super 8 now. Right, so, yeah. yeah. So there's enough shit out there. I hope so, because I need to find a player for my mini DV tapes that I have three dozen of. I'm going to be like Al's, I'm going to have Al's videotape box, and I've got really obsolete fucking technology, but there's been no resurgence of mini DV tapes, to my knowledge. So. I'm just waiting for Sony Beta to <laughs> Beta two to come back. Yeah, I got yeah. I got three Betamax recorders upstairs and three cameras. Nice yeah. in it's, the attic. And anytime when as soon as they come back, I'm ready. You still use Beta and broadcast, Mike? Not that I know of. No, it seems like everything's all digital now. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing nothing using tape anymore. Yeah. Not, not, not at least not in the United States. Yeah, maybe still in Watertown. I don't know when I would had my. I tried to go right. all digital, and when I had my advertising, it's probably not even using CDs anymore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why would you want to have a hard copy backup of anything? That'd be too intelligent. All right, tangent. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she finds the tapes, uh, blah, blah, blah. Al hits her head and blacks out, though, um, after she escapes her bond and she, bonds, and she repeats her, her famous line of, it's like, I, you know how many times I've been zip-tied? And I'm thinking it's like, okay, it's great that you have the skill of getting out of zip ties, but wouldn't it be more advantageous to never get zip tied? I'm curious about her height. Right? <laughs> you got to work on that. <laughs> and, and and not mention how good you are about being zip tied to the person that's zip tying you, because right. that you, you're just inviting them to tie you up better. Maybe it's just something she did for fun back before the fall. 
We don't, Again, we don't know. We I wonder tell. about her hobbies. Yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah, she, she, she found those early life hack sites, you know. I mean, back in 2010, they were around. Yeah. And there's plenty of those to sit there and tell you how to get out of zip ties and duct tape and any other thing that they can tie you up with. Yeah. Well, and she has a little secret knifey thing, so that helps, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> always yeah. good to have a little secret knifey thing. Uh, so when uh, Al comes to, though, her tapes are gone. His Madison wanted to check them for her kids. Uh, Madison drives off in a truck, and uh, in the present, Al drives as close as possible to a tunnel entrance that leads to the infirmary. And she guns down the infected, using up most of her ammo and clearing a path for Morgan and Naomi to reach the tunnel. An explosion goes off, and Al and Charlie spot Strand, Luciana, and Alicia who uh, just launched uh, probably one of her grenades. It looked like, I don't know if it was the RPG that's used later. Um, well, well it was, Luciana was launching the grenades, wasn't she? Well, no, Alicia, thought, Alicia had the uh, the grenade launcher add-on to her, her rifle. To her, yeah, well, And her Luciana rifle. had an actual uh, LAW and light anti-tank weapon, uh, which was actually probably not technically an RPG. It was, I think they're called LAWs. At least some video army game that I played once said that. Um, I'm not an expert in, in explosives. Sadly, I tried to be as a kid, but then the guidance counselor frowned upon that. Um, <laughs> uh, in a flashback. You, you do realize when the guidance counselor frowns on something, that's a, uh, a a motivating technique to get you to really go after it. Oh, okay, the reverse psychology <laughs> shit. Yes, exactly. That's that's all that was. It didn't work because I think mine was like you'll never amount to anything, and I basically never amounted to anything. So he was actually right, and that didn't work. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. And the present Alicia's group exchanges gunfire. Uh, oh, uh, Maddie's watching Al's videos, of course, of hoping of finding an interview with Nick and Alicia. And Al tracks her down, just poof, out of nowhere, <laughs> and demands to hear her story. So she's also a master tracker and a ninja, uh, and is in addition to being able to get out of, uh, out of zip ties, which would be a ninja skill. I would think. Well, she's had two years to hone these skills. Yeah, yeah. And she, we learn a little bit more about her later, and we realize where she might have got some of her skills. In the present, Alicia group, Alicia's group exchanges gunfire with Al, uh, and I kind of love the little walkie-talkie chat that they have where Alicia asks Al why she's helping. He's like, oh, I thought you just wanted the story, and Al's like, I have a lot of layers, Alicia. I thought I'd mix it up today. And I'm just loving Al more and more. Um, uh-huh. I'm like an onion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, yeah, she's, she's, she's a badass, and I hope we get more and more of her story. Naomi and Morgan fight infected in the tunnels as they make her way toward the infirmary. Strand suggests they head towards the infirmary, and Alicia hatches kind of a different plan. Um, John passes out in the SWAT van, and via walkie, Naomi instructs Al to apply pressure to the wound. Standard first aid stuff. John videotapes a farewell message for Naomi, which is just heart-wrenching in case he dies. Uh, Real good stuff from uh, Dillahunt. What's his fucking first name again? Garrett, I believe. Garrett, okay. Um, yeah, just still great stuff for him, uh, from him. You know, he just gives the kind of standards like, oh, I've had a good life and, you know, I've pretty much used up my, my nine lives. I think, he, yeah, he says, I've used up my nine lives a long time ago. And so if I go, it's okay with me. I just need to know that you're okay. I'm like, oh, 
You must live. Yeah. You must make it. Yeah. So uh, Naomi gathers supplies. Morgan informs them that they've got them, and Alicia launches the RP. Actually, no, Luciana launches the RPG at the SWAT van, causing the driver's sores. <laughs> well, first Al's like, "Yeah, good try. This thing's like a tank inside of a tank inside of a vet bank vault." But then the the door and falls the door off. The door falls <laughs> off. Yeah. It was great. And Alicia's just like, yeah, you sure about that? I wish they hadn't telegraphed that. They hadn't shown that in the previews leading up to it. All oh, week. I missed I know, it, really. Because yeah, it would have been priceless. Yeah, I know. that's stupid. That's such a fucking great, great comedic beat, too. Uh, yeah. I know. I'm glad they I didn't me- see they that. They messed it up. Yeah. Our marketing people are stupid. They, we are. We really are. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Although I was one of the least stupid ones in the area I used to do it at. Um, I'm mad. I'm really mad, actually. Why? Because I found out that this, the whole thing at the baseball stadium uh-huh. was filmed down in Round Rock. Round, and is that still in Texas? Or? Yeah, it's a couple of miles. It, it's a like two-hour drive. Well, it hasn't yeah. moved. I well, know, but yeah. they're not filming there now. <laughs> yeah, if I can know where Round Rock Stadium is or Texas for that matter. <laughs> It was the the Dell Diamond Stadium. Uh-huh. Why does that make you mad? Man? I would well, like to have gone down there. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. I yeah. could have found it. I could have been a burnt extra. What really? the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, there's got to be trades that like you can check. You know, I mean, if you know that they do some filming of things down there. I mean, I got Walker sounds down. Yeah, yeah. I still use the ones you guys gave me. I love them. <laughs> Need to get more for the library eventually. Um, so, yeah, RPG, blah, blah, blah. Back in the flashback, Madison sits with Al for her interview and explains that she made a promise to her children that she wasn't able to keep. And we get a lot of Al's backstory. She was a, yeah, you skipped the, the 10 minutes of absolute disdain that Maddie was showing uh, Al. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm kind of getting there. I'm just trying to um, keep it short. We get some of uh, Elle's backstory. She's been a journalist before the infection and over in, uh, just gives us kind of a story about this warlord in Africa and, you know, how the truth is important because this guy only had power until the truth came out and uh, can't really go into details. But, yeah, what Mike said, that it just it's an, a really amazing. This is the only thing that pisses me off about this season is, they keep giving us these acting pairs and these little scenes with two actors, and then they kill one of them. <laughs> like, you know, like Morgan and Nick were just doing so well together, had great acting chemistry. And yeah. I thought this was, like, one of the best acted scenes in, like, the fucking show so far, was between Maggie Grace and Kim Dick- Dickens in this scene. I just thought, so far so far in the, in, in this show. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, that's... I've There's always, another one coming up later that I really liked. That too. Did I skip ahead a little? Um, no, 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 not yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. This wasn't exactly the, the good Maddie stuff that that I was talking about too. We get a, a lot of Al in this one, and it's just really good. I, I'm just like kind of blown away by Maggie Grace in this in this show. I've seen her in other things, and she's an adequate. The last actress, thing I think but... I've seen her in, she was the daughter in Taken, I believe. Those Taken movies. Oh, was she? Yeah, she, I... yeah, she was. I saw her as like no a president. No way! I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, I think I only saw the first one. Damn, that's the only one you needed to see. Part of the first one. Yeah, I, I got the idea after that. <laughs> we did they get to see her. her. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did get to see her head. Don't fuck with Liam Neeson. The, Lesson learned. The la- yeah. <laughs> the last Twilight movie, they ripped her head right off. Oh, she she was in that. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I said I remember on Lost, and I remember seeing her. She did this movie with uh, Guy Pierce. There was it was essentially Escape from New York in space. Oh and, yeah, and I think he actually got sued by Escape from New York, or the production company got sued by them. But I thought I think it was she also got roped into one of those recent Die Hard movies too. Maybe, but uh, yeah, I'm just really impressed with her in this, uh, and the writing is just so good in this episode. Um, I mean, that story, it was very nuanced and intricate story. I wasn't just like, oh, I, so I was down filming shit in this one country. It was very layered and like an onion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but back in the present, Alicia takes Charlie hostage and orders Al to tell Naomi it's safe to come out of the tunnel so they can ambush him. And Stren and Luciana uh, stand at the ready, but Al picks up the walkie-talkie and tells Morgan and Naomi that it's safe to come out, but then she distracts Alicia while John quietly presses the transmission button on the walkie, allowing Naomi and Morgan to realize they're about to be in, walking into a trap. Sorry. Music box. All right. Um, Strand informs Alicia that Naomi has not emerged from the tunnel, and she sees the walkie next to John, realizes what happens, and she attacks Alicia. You know, a flashback, Madison tells Al that she promised her children she would find them a place and they wouldn't have to do what she did to Al in the woods. And this is kind of the main chunk of their conversation, I think. Um, oh, and anyway, the bird a little later. But, um, yeah, just tons of good stuff from... I've been a critic of Kim Dickens for a lot of this show and she's, like, completely... She redeemed, nailed it in this episode. Redeemed everything. Yeah, and like, I've even been the one, like, wishing for her demise, and I'm kind of sorry I did not. <laughs> well, did you have your issues with Kim Dickens, or with the way Maddie was written? Mostly the way... I know I, there were times I thought Kim Dickens was phoning it in a few times, and, and I've made mention yeah, of that. And, I can uh, agree, a little bit of both. Just none, none of that going on in this episode, so that was nice. I went out like a true thespian. Uh, anyway... Uh, where are we here? Do, 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 do. What are you doing, you crazy animal? Yeah. And she's found a laundry basket on top of a uh, dresser that she likes now, so she's constantly oh. leaping on stuff to get up there and knocking it off. Kim Dickens knew from day one. Like when she was going out? When she was going out. So. Oh. Huh, cool. That could be why she uh, decided to act this season. Yeah, maybe just, yeah, it's like, all right, well, I don't really have to do it till now. <laughs> I'm locked into that contract. She's <laughs> just like, I'm going out like Nick. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so Alicia and Al fight in the SWAT van, and Charlie hears John coughing and urges them to hurry, Naomi and Morgan. And Morgan that Ball, fight was brutal, especially yeah, yeah. Alicia holding uh, Al's face over the... Over yeah, the that was a nice scene. Yeah, I was, was afraid we were gonna lo- we were gonna lose out there. Yeah, yeah, me too. Definitely. I mean, they they had it ramped up, and at this point, it, kind of anyone's expendable. Um, we don't know what's happening. They, you know, we know they're pretty much bumping off the main star of the show in this one. I mean, that's you know, we know that from kind of the get go. I mean, it's pretty well telegraphed, but not badly telegraphed. You know, we kind of figured that out a few episodes ago, or well, you know, when Alicia the Clark had, showed up without her. So Alicia had screamed out that uh, Naomi caused Maddie to be killed. Yeah, yeah. right. So, yeah, I don't remember what Naomi did, but she did something. It wasn't a huge surprise. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not sure really either, except that she, I think she was just pissed that she went with, you know, she essentially thought that she was a, a vulture spy the whole time, I think. Right. Right. Like, how long were you with them? Yeah. How long? Yeah. So, uh, Morgan volunteers to take the medical supplies and, um, he received care instructions from Naomi over the walkie because she knows that, you know, murdery Alicia's there. So, Alan and Alicia continue to fight and Alicia knocks, uh, into, uh, Al into a cabinet causing a supply of ramen to spill out and Alicia demands to know the checkoffs ramen noodles in this show why did you say yeah. Martha yeah yeah <laughs> Alicia, why do you have these noodles where did you get these ramens that there's probably metric tons of everywhere in every store in the fucking country after yeah. we're gone that's all that's gonna be left <laughs> exactly and ramen Twi- noodles and Twinkies yeah you know and Twinkies Twinkies <laughs> Al explains that she traded the ramen for an interview, and Alicia runs over to Al's tapes to find one label, labeled Amina. And and we get the flashback with Madison telling Al that when her children were young, they nursed a sick bird back to health and named it Amina. She says that her children's determination to save the bird was the trait that they still possessed. So I haven't this- gone back to confirm this, mm-hmm. but I heard I heard that there's an, one tape labeled Abe and the Doctor. Abe and the Doctor? Ooh. Hmm. I missed that, but that's a, that would be a nice little Easter egg. So it'd be yeah, like him, and, him and Eugene, basically, right? I'm thinking. Yeah. So, see? they Maybe yeah, maybe they will fucking... As we're going through, like, Al's backstory, maybe they will get, uh, you know, Eugene and... I'm not, sure, I'm, I'm not sure how much more backstory there's going to be after this episode. Uh, I, don't know. I don't think we're ever going to find out what happened between the dam and no, uh, uh, no, probably zero of that. But I'll bet we get little bits and pieces of Al from now on along the way. So we might see her encounter with Abraham and Eugene. Could happen. Who knows? <laughs> Quantum physics being what they are and all that. Um, but yeah, back in the present, Alicia watches Madison's interview and becomes emotional. Um, and the video, Madison tells Al she will do whatever it takes to preserve her children's humanity. She hasn't really done a real great job of over the last four years, let's be honest, but... Right? <laughs> thought is there. Wait, did you, did you skip the scene when, in the baseball tunnel? Uh, With Morgan and Alicia? No, I don't think we got there yet. No? Yeah, we're not there yet. No. We're not there yet? No. We're uh, right here, as a matter of fact. Morgan digs his way out of the tunnel. Comes face okay. to face with Alicia. Patience, young Padawan. <laughs> I, I I thought she watched the video later. It might have been. I I kind of ripped this up. No, I watched it. This, I think this is the right. I always okay. rip these off AMC's recap and then doctor them. And, but I think they in the right order. Sometimes they're not. I, I my my memory could be faulty. Yeah. I've been accused of such. I just watched it right before this, and my memory could still be faulty. <laughs> So, probably more likely that it's faulty when I first watch something. I don't know why I have such short-term memory problems. I have no idea. Email us at cheapscottproductions at gmail.com if you can figure out why I have short-term memory problems. And then you can remind me. Um, Morgan digs his way out of tunnel. Uh, Oh my god, you're gonna have so many. <laughs> I hope so. Anything. <laughs> okay. Whatever it I'm takes, sorry. people. I'm a whore. I'll show boob if I need to. Um, <laughs> I've got it to show. 
<laughs> so Alicia Ainsley oh. got at Naomi and accuses her of contributing to Madison's death. And she's just, Alicia's just full out vengeance at this point. No, Alicia Denim Carey, maybe, is her real name. Alicia Denim, yeah. She just went all, fucking, all fair. She owns this part. She's just. She does. She, yeah. Like, just drags you into the story. I mean, whatever else is going on, she just, like, her eyes and her face when she's acting is just, like, grabs you. Like a, she's like a wild animal here. Yeah, yeah. And it's good stuff. Um. And of course, Morgan steps in between them, and he threw a Letty James sold me. I'm I'm all cool with Morgan now too. Um, this whole speech, yeah. I mean, the, the, the writers fucking brought it. This this they episode. brought it, and the act and the actors brought it too. Yeah, and so yeah. his his whole thing was just like, look, I st- I stepped out of the way, you know, for your brother. I can't. I'm not going to do it again. And and he finally sold me on that. And if they make him go murdery Morgan again, that's when I'm burning the fucking city down, or something, <laughs> because he's this is a good place for him. And if he's going to be like the the benevolent leader or co-leader going forward, I think that's cool. And he's the one that's now trying to let people. It's like this fighting's got to end. I, I don't know what we're going to do for conflict on the show when it does, but it has to end. <laughs> that's the only you know problem. I want to see him buddy up a strand. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, or just uh, him and, I think he's going to be like, you know, he's going to take over what he was doing for Nick with Alicia, and he's just going to keep her vengeance in check, and I don't know. I, I think the best team up, the best team up would be Dory and Strand. Yeah, well, the, yeah. Just, yeah, it just already has see, been. Did any of you guys see the, uh, the sneak peek at the next episode? No. No. Uh, okay. Well, then you'll, I'll get to that later. Then. Yeah, I'll look that up after this. Um, but yeah, she, Alicia, finally breaks down in tears and and, and relents, and uh, just yeah, I, both these actors just fucking killed it. Uh, another flashback: Al writes Amina on Madison's tape and gives Madison some packages of ramen, and she tracks down Alicia. Madison tracks down Alicia, Nick, and Strand at a motel, and they have their little happy reunion and. Strength. I have no idea how they found each other at this hotel. And where are they finding each other from? Well, no, I, I'm assuming they, they had found each other before the no, motel, I think. They were all holed up there, yeah. and, and Maddie had maybe gone out searching for new places and, and finally came upon, you know, came upon... She was the one out scavenging and being a road bandit, so the kids wouldn't have to, I guess. Right. I don't know why she didn't take road bandit Victor with her, but... Um, in this they case. didn't have any liquor to get drunk with. Yeah, it must be. That, you know, he's like, right. "Fuck that! Bring me back a bottle. I'll think about it next time." Well, he'll find some during the break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Strand sees the ramen in the in her truck. And he's like, "Where'd you hit the MSG gold mine?" You know, she explains. Uh, Madison brings Alicia, Nick, and Strand to the stadium. She vows to build a new community and bring in survivors, which she does for a year and then fails miserably at, as we all know. And in the present, Al drives a SWAT van with Alicia's group on board and asks what happened to Madison, and uh, Alicia tells her to pull over. And Naomi tells John that her real name is June. So we, we get uh, everyone that's sitting... That's my favorite month. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right, John. Yeah, John said that, because of course he would. You know. If this episode was had a month ago, would her name have been May? <laughs> yep, maybe. Yep. <laughs> April, even. Uh so, uh, so they basically all sit around a campfire, and Al starts asking them 
what happened at the stadium. And, and we get the flashback, basically little pieces of it told by each of them. Um, and then we see the scene and I thought it was just a really amazing way to do this, you know, the editors brought it, brought their A game too. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yes. Just everything was firing and all. And it just, the, the actors were just, you could see they were saying goodbye to Kim Dickens too. And that yeah. was Madison. And it was really good. They really captured it. I, I gotta say, I gotta say right, right now. Um, the, there was problems with this episode in the editing that I, I couldn't get around. And that was the slow motion that they kept doing on the walkers. They can do slow motion on everybody else. Show Nick going, no, 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 or, or whatever's happened with the person. But don't do the walkers in slow motion. It doesn't help anything. It's just a filler. And Beth will tell you, I was getting more and more fed up every time they showed the walkers in slow motion. It just... I guess I didn't even really notice it that much. Well, know. some like, of them... Because everything was in slow motion, it seemed yeah. like. But some of them did. You could tell they were wearing bodysuits. It, it looked poor... A couple of, of the, the CGI effect. shots where I yeah. noticed, like, when they're doing the, the wide shot of them all, like, crowding this. This is probably last episode, but crowding the, the SWAT machine. The SWAT machine. The, the, the <laughs> SWAT van. SWAT machine works, I guess. Um, you could just tell that it was, like, a lot of digital copies and pasted, and they were just moving a little too uniformly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just like, sorry, we copied eight eight of them and we're just going to paste, 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 paste. And yeah, you could tell, but you know, I don't know. That, that didn't, didn't bug me. The, the weaknesses didn't bug me as much as the strengths helped, I guess. Uh, let's, I was too caught up in the acting too. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That, that's, that always will make me overlook a lot of other things. I've always said, you, I'll forgive a lot of stuff if you give me some good character, and they gave me some good character. That yeah, I mean, it's nice to be able to talk about an episode of this where we're not like, well, the action was really cool in this, but the writing sucked ass, you know? Right. So, I mean, right. if, you know, if the if the effects or, uh, or action was a little lackluster, but the acting can drag you through, I think that's the better scenario. Um, so, in the flashback, infected surround Nick, Alicia, and Mel in the Land Rover, as we last saw. Maddie and Strand and Lucy kill infected a clear path between the vehicle and the stadium, and the stadium residents start to flee. Doesn't really end well for them. No. In, the, in the present, Alicia tells Al that Mel took their Land Rover. Charlie explains to Mel that uh, that Mel only took the Land Rover to get her to safety. Charlie, that is. Um, back in time, the infected overcome the stadium residents, as we said, as they try to escape, including dear old Cole, who we kind of hoped would pop up again, but not happening. Nope. Uh, nope. In the present, June tells Al that the residents, they basically come back to the present to re, you know, say again what we just saw in the scene. Um, that uh, Al was in, or uh, yeah, June, or Naomi, Laura, whatever, uh, was gathering supplies in the infirmary, and she insists the only reason she joined the Vultures was she thought everyone at the stadium was dead already. I kind of believe her. Yeah. Um, apparently, Alicia will learn to believe her. Strand, Strand believed. The Strand understood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, he's. Because he would. He would. <laughs> Strand would do the same thing. Pretty much. He's like, oh, you know, I haven't seen he, Maddie or Alicia for, for five minutes. They must be dead. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He'd give him five minutes. I think Strand would give him five minutes. Um, He'd give him give enough Maddie time to get to the boat. Minutes. I don't think he'd give anyone else. No. Uh, Madison lights a flare and leads hundreds of infected into the stadium, thereby, um, 
and saving Alicia and them. Uh, unable to escape through the tunnel, she locks the gate and lights the oil-soaked herd on fire. Uh, Nick and Alicia sob as they drive away from the inferno with Luciana and Strand. And back in the present, Alicia's group tells Al that Madison killed herself to save them. I don't know if we really need that stated again, but uh, Al lowers her camera and writes Madison on the interview tape, and the group eats ramen around the campfire. Yeah, it's like they had this big powwow, and, and at the same time, they were all coming to terms with who did what and who right. said what, and and they were going back and forth between Naomi and Alicia, especially where where Alicia was trying to buy what what or June was saying. Yeah, yeah there, there were some moments in this episode I was afraid they were going to turn uh, Alicia into our villain. I know yeah, it was, was right worried. on the edge of that, and I, I wasn't sure we were would get out of this half of the season with any of the Clark clan intact, and now there's only one. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that she did kind of a turnaround, and it made sense that the Morgan, more the Morgan, the Morgan, the Buddha. Uh, was the one to, <laughs> to bring her around and and truly put himself right on the line, you know, for that's that's the heroism we, we kind of want to see. And it's, you know, kind of been lacking from people like Rick Grimes lately and um, and even Maddie in, in a good chunk of this show. But <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of like a lot what they did here. So, uh, yeah. So I think a good send off. Now, Talking Dead, it's been confirmed she is dead, dead because we didn't really see her eating or anything, right? So you, you know, you know, the thing is, is that you know the producers sit there and said, you know, this this episode was was a, a send off for Maddie. Yeah, and that's that's what that whole thing was, and then and then they said no, just to get you to confirm Maddie's dead, and he goes reluctantly says yes. Yeah. Now, I don't believe it. I don't trust it. You didn't uh, die. Sure. Because you didn't see her die. If they need her, they're going to bring her back in some moment when they're, you know, everything's lost and they need they need to get pulled out. Or they they could still do the the walk, you know, the whisperers thing and have her pop up on the other show, you know, and be like, oh, surprise, crisscross, crisscross. It just seems like you give her this send off, and. If you bring her, if you bring her back, it cheapens it. Cheapens yeah, it would totally cheapen it, and it would be nothing but a stunt. And yeah, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think, like, if if Rick unless Ryan, you're one of the one of the charred zombies walking around the stadium. I mean, if like Andrew Lincoln doesn't die definitively on the other show, he we know he's fucking coming back. <laughs> but I don't think like Fear of the Walking Dead was important enough to to pull a trick like that. Like you know, if she shows up on the other show, a lot of people are gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this?" You know. And it's it's not going to work as well as they feel like the Morgan crossover to the other show because it's. Well, she kept saying that she only filmed eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, because the the whole movie thing is bullshit. She could go shoot Deadwood and still do this, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe they're going to pay her enough so she doesn't need to do this anymore. And good for her if that's the case. Doubt it. I don't know if a Deadwood. Well, what what she gonna... said was that at the beginning of shooting, the producer, the new showrunner, you know. Took her aside and told her that that they were killing her off in episode eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So. so she knew from day one. Yeah, that's good. It's good they can give their people that much notice and not have it get fucking leaked. So that that's and, and I, I guess they needed to know because they were filming scenes that took place after that. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Well, it's got to be complicated because I doubt we'll see Nick anymore either. I mean, I think we don't. We're not going to get really any more flashbacks with Nick or anyone else that you know. Yeah, no, because once his mom's out, I mean, really, unless the stadium Keisha, story is over. Yeah, there's no point. We're not going to get the the story from the dam to the stadium, and I guess we're going to have to live with that. But I'm well, okay with it now. We might know. get uh, Victor Strand drunken sniper, and I'm really looking forward. to <laughs> Right, that's always <laughs> you know. That was uh, the sneak, that was the sneak peek they showed of, of the next episode. Okay, okay. Morgan is uh, they're in this house. It's gated. Morgan is walking up this hill or something, and there's a walker coming at him, and uh, someone takes a shot out of a window, and he misses the walker. <laughs> and, and strand in a window, and he got this big glass of something. He's like, "Sorry, my aim's a little off." <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Um, I like, I like strand. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very excited. I'll be upset when he goes for the first time about um, about the show moving forward. I think. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's a. Uh, Uncharted territory, and we don't have a lot of our original cast left. But uh, I know we're on on Walking Dead too. I mean, it's just yeah. they have so many places to go with this now. And that's always what I've I've maintained the show should do is it should always be an ensemble cast. Anyone can go anytime. And Let me you ask just, you though: you just write your characters as good as you can while and they're that, around, and, that, and then you care about them. There's that one scene where they look at Dory, and Dory's got that dead look on his face. Did yeah. you think he had died at that point? Maybe. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't He was pretty close. They didn't try any really... I mean, that was the closest thing to maybe a fake-out that, that mm-hmm. we could identify, but... Uh, I didn't think so, because I, I think... I kind of figured... When I figured it out, it's like, okay, Maddie really is dead. I thought Alicia might go. I thought they might wipe the Clark slate clean. <laughs> you never know, you know, because he's the only one left. And move on with the rest. I thought maybe Lucy was a potential victim because Nick was, you know, a lot of her reason for being around. And I hope well, they that... change that. I hope they give her better stuff to do than they have. Yeah. Um, but no, I kind of figured that, you know, when I figured out Maddie was gone, I'm like, all right, it's probably going to be the rest of the cast moving forward, and I'm very okay with that. So, hmm. yeah. I, I was hope I was sad. We there have been cities burning if they'd killed John Dory already, so. But but who is the leader moving <laughs> forward? Because I, mean, I don't see Morgan being the leader. I see Morgan being the guy that advises the leader. Yeah, I hope they I don't keep know it that like the, I don't that. know that there is a leader. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Dory would would seem to be the the choice, basically from his, a skill perspective. But I maybe don't he, think he'd be Alicia more of a, would allow that. I just think Alicia you think, you think it's, much is the leader. Al's the leader. She's got the van keys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I kind of hope that they almost stay leaderless. That it's just kind of the Fear the Walking Dead roadshow, and they. I mean, there's what five of them. Yeah. So Does they really need to be a leader. No, and then that's the great part is like it's kind of a nice tight little cast now and, and they go around and meet new people and have some adventures. And... Get their story. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that's that's what we need to do. And But that's the thing with Al. Once she's got everybody's stories, what what more use does she have with them? Well, I, well, I think this, this showed her some purpose too in that and that she's kind of been inspired by, you know, the whole Maddie sacrifice thing and 
everything she's been right? going through and that she knows that she can't just sit by and watch anymore. You know, she's got to Yeah, because she affected someone in such a positive way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all people, Maddie, she changed Maddie's mind about how to perceive someone and needing to help someone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, truly, she they made her die for the greater good. Yeah. And we were wondering the whole season what made Maddie make her left turn that yeah. she seemed right. to this season. Right, and that answers the whole reason as to why. I don't know. It was it was great. It really was great. It was good memorable stuff. half season. Yeah. yeah, one of the the better mid season finales I think we've we've had. And this show has always been better than the other one of having eight episode kind of plots and then moving on right. to something else. Yeah. And that's always been a strength of it. Um, Rick Grimes can either talk without the. No, uh, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I'm actually intrigued by that Abe and the Doctor tape possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring Daniel back. Bring Daniel back. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. Um, there you go. That's a leader. Well, yeah. For what they said, uh, that's not up to them. Right. That's uh, up that's to, uh, to uh, Ruben Blattis. Yep. Yeah, but if the options open, man, they'll they'll start. You know, they'll be like, "All right, how many zeros you need, Daniel?" <laughs> well, apparently he's got a mu- a music career too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's huge, and he's a politician. Yeah, he's a politician too. Yeah, but huge. that's that's the kind of thing. I mean, we could even just see him. You know, they could just get him back. You know, Alicia could just be going through the tapes one day and be like, "Oh, Daniel, would you interview him?" And she's like, "Oh, like ten miles from here. Let's go visit him." Why not? You know, or just as I said, let, let's just keep doing really good writing. Just get us some like compelling, not like trash people fucking locations to go check out. Right. And... <laughs> yeah, what this show does better than the other one is it has its eight episode story and then it moves on to its next eight episode story. Yeah, and it, and it still feels really fleshed out, and the characters are well written, and they're not one note. You know. Oh, we gotta be good. We gotta be bad. We gotta kill these people. We gotta help these people. The other show has its good finale, has its good season premiere, spins its wheels for seven episodes, six episodes, and then has its great finale. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot less wheel spinning in this. No, but man, it needs some meat in between. It lacks so much meat. <laughs> What, more cannibalism, but, you mean? <laughs> right now, it's so tainted. <laughs> I still maintain there will be a... So they got to have cannibalism at least pop up in this show eventually. Just too many instances of potential cannibalism in a, in a zombie apocalypse. you got to have some. I don't know. <laughs> well, especially now the timeline is advanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be some people out there that have been riding the... The Terminus train for a while. Um, Terminus West. <laughs> Midwest. Uh, I hope they kind of, I really do, I, I almost hope they go back out West. I hope they almost kind of start traveling, you know, maybe back. as like, hey, fucking Rockies are some good high ground. Let's go check out Colorado. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, know, the thing is, that would resolve so many issues because, number one, the the walkers are going to have a hard time going up the mountains. Number two, frozen zombies. Sn- yeah. S- snow. Yeah. Ice. Water. Yeah, a good snowfall. I mean, you try to walk through fucking five feet of snow sometime. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> I wonder if um, they ever ran across 
if L ever ran across the woman that uh, went and made a deal with the um, with the sanctuary about getting how to uh, you know like farm their land and stuff like that, I wonder if they right. ever run across her and got her story. Because that would be cool as shit to get her story, and they make you have to watch Fear in order to get that story. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even well, the though great it's th- happening on th- The Walking Dead. That's why she's actually such a great character, because you can utilize her for... Al's Al, a blank stuff. slate. I mean, they could basically... She could have been everywhere in the goddamn country, for all we know, right. in two years. So, I mean, she could have... Every story, she could have that Walking Dead Fargo story. We all want to hear. Um, yeah, I met Zambi, <laughs> Zombie uh, Jerry Lundgaard, or whatever the fuck his name was. And, <laughs> and, uh, oh, gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it opens up a lot of possibilities the other show just doesn't have, really. And uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm actually very excited to see where they go from here. Miss Ma- I, again, I, I kind of apologize for saying Maddie should be killed, but I still agree that she should have been killed. And like the kids, well, now kid needed yeah. to take the torch and and build the civilization in in her absence. Um, I think there's a good possibility they could turn Alicia into Alpha Whispers, maybe down the line. Um, that would still work. I actually you really got it bad for the Clarks becoming the Whisperers. I, no, I really don't want it to happen. But I mean, <laughs> it seems to be a popular fan theory. But I mean, then Charlie could be her, you know, her daughter. But I mean, that would be that would have to be. Well, she doesn't have to hook up with Carl now either, like they do in the books. Um, the daughter of the Whisperers. So I guess the daughter of Alpha could be any age at this point. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it doesn't even necessarily need to be a daughter. No, no, not at all. Um, so who knows? No, I hope they don't go that way. I hope this, if they even do the whispers. I think they got to, but I mean, I don't think they they have to. I think they're locked in. They they really have to kind of follow the books a little bit. Even with the death of Carl and potentially Rick, they still are going to use that kind of basic blueprint for the flagship show. I think they've got to. Or they think they have to. I don't know. This is the playground they can do different shit in, and that's why I've liked it. So, okay, hopefully. I found a I found a good picture of the tapes in Althea's case. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And and so here's a couple of the things that uh, I, of course I'm trying to read upside down and sideways and whatever, but um, one of them is uh, the oil fields. Hmm. Another one is uh, dugout shelter, which I guess is you know from the people from the f- uh, baseball field. Baseball stadium, yeah. Then, then, then there's one here that says Bartlett, so I guess they got uh, Martin Sheen on there to do a little West Wing. <laughs> Could be that would be I'd be okay with that. Um, oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, some, some they're very hard to read. The the one actually says Abe and. Doctor is really hard to read, and I'm surprised they caught that. But did they actually show that tape on on the uh, Talking Dead? They showed it on the Talking Dead. Okay, so so that was a giveaway. I see St. Luke's Hospital. That's around here. There's a St. Luke's Hospital near near where I live. Okay, well I had. I don't think I don't think she was in New York though. There's there's one called 
there's one called Slim, but wasn't Slim one of the guys at the baseball stadium? Oh. He was one of the one of the people that died there at the end, right? So sure. did anybody? I I don't learn their names, man. I know, I know the extras yeah. that are going to leave us early. I don't learn their names. <laughs> they, don't, they don't get attached. No. <laughs> what What do these initials stand for? DS. <laughs> I don't know. If we see DD, though, and it's Daryl Dixon before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and let's see. What's this last one? Did anyone catch the name of the hospital that Rick used to be in? No. 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 How about because the... I was like, I wonder if she got the name of the person or people that might have taken care of Rick. Yeah, and maybe know. his story is on there because I was curious about that. I think I had mentioned it that night to Brian. Ooh, I wonder if she has Rick's story. We never heard the story about what happened in the hospital that night. No, I mean, no, we kind of figure it out. But well, Rick wouldn't know he was in a coma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, but the fact that, you know, he was left there and all that, maybe they could just briefly touch on, yeah, I remember that night clearly because all the cops were there because a cop got shot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And Mm. it so happens it happened to be Rick. I was just a little curious about, hmm, I wonder if that's Rick's hospital story. I hope they don't overuse it, but I mean, it's still, it just opens up a, a lot of different possibilities of stories. Like if they want to flesh out her backstory, we can, you know, there's a ton of things that, that we can see from her past. You know, they How is she charging that camera? Uh, I, they got, I just bought a solar charger I can charge my camera with, so it, it's doable. But see, we haven't gone back to the beginning at all before it all happened at all. So that would be a unique way to kind of shed some light on their theory of what they, you know, on what had happened. Now they yeah. covered it in Robert the very Griffin would beginning have to die for both. that to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. will never allow and allow that to be revealed. Yeah. No, but we could at least maybe we'll, I'll bet we'll get a flashback of like where uh, Al was when it kind of all went down and her first experience with it and her first video of the whole and, thing. And we already know what caused the zombie apocalypse. It was Walter White and the Blue Mask. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we'll ever see that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to see, I mean, she's been all over the world, so I'd. this would be another opportunity to be like, here's how it broke out in fucking London. You know, Al was doing something in London that day. And uh, so that'd be great opportunity to see like an international view of, of the. Apocalypse. And what does she do? Swim swim across the ocean? Oh, there had to be during the beginning. There were probably ex, you know refugee boats and shit and anything anyone could do. I mean, you know whatever. Particularly if you were in like Britain, people would be like, "Yeah, I want to be on an island in the zombie apocalypse." Fuck that, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I, there would be all kinds of. People trying to get back to their homes and shit. Okay, okay. I've done a little photo manipulation here. Uh, one of the one of the other tapes is labeled Jameson, and one is just Colleen, Texas. Hmm. Okay. So I, you know, again, those don't really say anything more. I mean, Jameson for some reason it's familiar to me, but I can't think of why. Jay Jonah. Or Jay Jonah. Mm, no, I mean in Walking Dead. 
And my mind goes to whiskey. Mike goes. Yeah, that, to yeah, that, that's, that's, that's maybe that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I thought man. of the whiskey first. Verbalize the Spider-Man reference. Though. <laughs> know where my head's at. Actually, my my drug of choice is nicotine right now, and I really need some. So let's wrap this up. Uh, I guess. I mean, I'm just thumbs up the last two episodes, and you just kind of won me over. For the whole season, I'm going to give the season a thumbs up. Half season, anyway. They can yeah. still fuck it up, I guess. Uh, they definitely stuck the landing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have, like, no predictions. I'm ready to be taken wherever the story wants to take me. Well, that's, that's same the beauty thing. here. That is the beauty here, is that they can go anywhere. You know, they're yeah. not so limited as the regular show. They're not beholden yeah. to any source material, so they can... I will be disappointed if they don't go anywhere. Like they decided, like, oh, let's hang out five miles from where the stadium was for you know a year. I'll be really pissed. I want to see a new locale. Yeah, they got that big van. I want to see a road trip. Yeah. Now is is Charlie a regular character now? Is Charlie going to be a regular character? Haven't read anything on that. Uh, I don't know. I I don't. Charlie's the one kind of wild card that I'm not really sure I'm on board with. I don't think the young actress is particularly strong. We don't need strong. a female Carl. <laughs> no, we really don't. I mean, I don't know. It it gets into the same problems, though. It's like, well, do you protect the kid or do you make them as vulnerable as anyone else? You know, are we going to get too many bad letters if we see Charlie get eaten down the road or, you know? Well, you, you know, the, th- <laughs> the one thing is, is that neither of the shows have addressed, you know, one aspect of that, of that apocalypse that would happen. And, you know, that, that it would just become rape gangs. Well, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. thought about that too. And it's, and yeah. it's not something that I want them to explore. But, you know, they sit there and they've crowded now this group where the, all they've got is, is, you know, females and one guy that would like it. And I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, don't uh, get me any angry letters. <laughs> <laughs> we know it just happened oh, but, to uh, our buddy Chris Hardwick over on Talking Dead. Just be good fucking people and none of this shit will happen. That's right. That's uh, right. That's, that's, be that's good really, people. It's really the lesson we should learn from this and The Walking Dead. Be good people that can shoot well. I don't know. Whatever happens, we hope the truth comes out and Chris Hardwick, uh, if he was a bad person, he learns to be a better person. I guess that's all we can really say for uh, things and hope for things. These things usually uh, wrap up pretty quickly when they happen, as far as people losing jobs and such. So, yeah, it shouldn't be too long. Probably before this podcast gets edited. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're, well, let's leave it at that, man. So, any final thoughts? I'm very, uh, again, very hopeful. Everyone very hopeful for the upcoming half season. Uh, I am. I am. As long as they take us a few miles down the road. and, and I the, am kind of... Uh... You know, maybe I—I I don't know. I've—I've I've been kind of back and forth on whether whether I want to. Oh do... my God! I finally get Scott on board, and now I have to work <laughs> on you. <laughs> I'm all like, know. give Morgan a chance. So that's your fear of the Walking Dead cast show comes back in August. So, bye. Yeah. Don't forget to write. Bon voyage. Take us back to a boat. Let's find the boat. <laughs> no, let, let's go to the ski slopes. Let's go north. 
Oh, that's right, the boat doesn't exist anymore. I don't let's, know. Let's, said, let's go to the Great White North, hey? Snowy, I'm oh, Canadian. Would uh, Walking Dead would be cool? I think I think we'll get some flashbacks. I think we'll get some international dead through through Al's flashback eye. I hope. Now there's a crossover: Degrassi and Walking <laughs> Dead. So good. Now, actually, the one rumor I want to happen, I need in my fucking life to happen, is I have read a rumor recently that what's his, uh, the kid in the first season in school. I forget what his name was. Josh or... No, no, no. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that knew all about zombies. Right. Uh, he, that we said back then is like, this kid's going to be the fucking king of the apocalypse. He's In ready. 10 years, we're going to find out he's Spider-Man. Ex- <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but I did read a rumor recently that he could possibly be coming back. That, that Or maybe... What the fuck was his name? Was it Josh or... Oh, I can't remember anymore. That kid was a zombie apocalypse villain in training. Probably, yeah, or you know, or at least the survivor. So, yeah, we, he's either on one of Al's tapes, or he's going to pop up somewhere. And he's so, I think the best thing they could do. I think well, the see there were apparently weren't any zombie movies to watch, but he figured it out anyway. Um, but I, I say they should go back out west and be like, oh, maybe California isn't completely gone. Uh, there might be some vineyards still open anyway, and go check it out and run into him and. Uh, in his kingdom out there in, in the nuked wasteland of, of San Diego or something. Make it happen, guys. We'll see you in August. Bye now. Later. Adios. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. 